to give res show respect to the audience and respect your own business. It was a way to protect it. Ladies and gentlemen, heels and faces, casual wrestling fans, and all you smart marks, I'm Kayfabe AJ. I'm E.A. And this is Kayfabe Avenue. And tonight we're bringing you the Royal Rumble Review. Royal Rumble 2021, we're finally on the road to WrestleMania. Yeah. So... This honestly is one of like the favorite points of the year for me. Me too. Um, I think everybody I, loves the Rumble. Like the Rumble is just a, one of the gimmick matches for years that everybody looked forward to the most out of the big four. Yeah. This one didn't disappoint at all. It's, it's, it's mainly because you never know. Like sometimes you have like an idea who might win, but you just really never know. And I feel like this one, especially towards the men's side. We'll get into that later. But I feel like that was like, you would never know. I feel yeah. like for women, you kind of knew the trajectory of that, but it still was a great show. But oh, yeah. let's start off with the kickoff. And um, I'm actually surprised this was on the pre-show, but you know, they had to have one on the pre-show. I think they should have just had the pre-show straight up talking interviews and just have this on the main card, yeah. honestly. Um, but it was, Charlotte Flair, Oscar versus uh, Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. So pretty much if you guys uh, listened into our prediction show and our uh, SmackDown review episode, you would have heard me make a prediction as to exactly how this match would go. And I was spot on um, every pretty much inch of the way with this match. Yeah. Lacey Evans ends up interfering uh, causing distractions with Ric Flair. Uh, Ric Flair ends up handing her brass knuckles. I don't know if she, he really did because when I looked at her hand, I couldn't see them. Couldn't see really what it was in her hand, but while she was in the figure eight, she hit her and, the, and it looked like it connected. Like she, no, it looked like she rocked the hell out of her. Yeah, like she couldn't so, her space. So, yeah, I don't know if it was knuckle dusters. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> knuckles or you know whatever it was in hand but it it did the job Nia Jax ends up hitting a leg drop on Charlotte Flair for the pin after that so Oscar and Charlotte are no longer the women's tag team champions and I, I think we could both agree we're happy for that yeah that was a good call like that's what they needed they didn't need the titles to begin with and um it was just a waste of time my opinion all that buildup with Lana, the story going into that, and then Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose getting snubbed out. It was just too much, and there was no point. The chemistry, I'm not saying the chemistry as wrestlers was or between Charlotte and Oscar was not good. It was just like the the story and the way they, they worked together. Then the Lacey Evans story came in the middle of, of what their title run, that which didn't have nothing to do with their tag titles. So this was the right call. You know what I mean? We can move forward from that. Yeah, and I'm ready for them to move forward. And I didn't... The thing I was most scared of was that they were trying to go for, like, uh, Oscar and Charlotte end up having the tag team, and then it splits to the rivalry, and they soak up, you know, the spotlight again. 
I don't mind them having their rematch and with Oscar winning at like a mania, but I don't feel like now's the right time. Charlotte yeah. really hasn't earned anything on her on her return back. So the fact that she had the women's tag team championships at all since she returned was a big downer, especially when we had Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke get injured by the injurer Nia Jax. And where is their tag team title match? We haven't had it since. Exactly. You know, the storyline heading into that pay-per-view was Mandy Rose and um and Dana. And Dana and, and originally Oscar and Lana. So here we are, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? I'm not too and mad about the about it. Lana was getting, you know, the support of Mandy and Dana. She was involved in that storyline. Mm-hmm. Then they injured uh Mandy Rose for real. Then took Dana Brooke out the, the story by uh storyline injuring her backstage. Lana gets the spotlight, she chooses Asuka, then they storyline injure Lana and push Charlotte. Like did she she didn't deserve that spotlight at all. Or her comeback so, match. But. Yeah, we've been we've been down on that situation since the moment it happened. So glad that they reversed that situation a month later. Not only that, Charlotte gets to go in a program with uh, Lacey Evans, with, you know, could use someone like a Charlotte who's a seasoned, a veteran, could bring the best out of people. So I think, you know, their storyline's pretty interesting. You know, reminiscent of like them old Attitude Era storylines, stuff like that. But yeah. been decent so far. Right. So but, I'll um, give it a match a good, I'll give it a seven. It, it wasn't, it was a little, it was like a good 15 minutes. Like they had time in the ring. They both got, both teams got good offense in. It went about maybe 20 minutes because it was about, yeah. it, was it was a little while. 30. It was about 6.30 when they started. Yeah, and they ended around like 6.50-ish. Yeah, 6.50. A few minutes left. To yeah, start. so they got, they got, they got some good time in. It was, a, it was decent match. And um, it wasn't, it wasn't trash. It, it was what we wanted to happen, the ending. And, um. It was what it was. I can't complain too much. You know what I mean? But that's what I really, that that was the right outcome. That was absolutely the right call on the booking for that match. I agree. And speaking of the right call on booking, we can officially go on to the start of the Royal Rumble. And I was surprised that this match took this spot um, on the, on the card. It was the first matchup, Drew McIntyre versus Bill Goldberg for the WWE Championship. So I'm here like, please. <laughs> I know we were both, we were like, yo, if, Gold, if Goldberg wins, we ride. I'm throwing my TV out the window. I said if Goldberg wins, the pay-per-view is automatically a five. A five, yep. <laughs> we both said Automatically. <laughs> Automatic five. I don't care if 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 Stone Cold came out and won the Rumble. Like, it's still a five. Like, <laughs> so Obviously, with that being said, you know that Drew McIntyre retained the WWE Championship. And this was, you know, Drew McIntyre is a a wrestler that can actually wrestle, give you the technical match, give you the hard-hitting match. Right. And I feel like when they bring people around like Brock, like Goldberg, that they do, you know, finishes, they make Drew McIntyre into that type of wrestler. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's not necessarily a good thing all the time. In this situation, it did work. We all know Goldberg can't last five to ten minutes in that ring. Exactly. So this was literally Claymore kick. It was uh, It was actually, before the match even started, um, 
Drew ends up attacking Goldberg, um, spearing him. Goldberg ends up spearing him back, throwing him off. They end up outside, ends up spearing him through the barricade. Yeah. Ends up back inside the ring. Claymore, Claymore, spear, jackhammer, kick out, up, spear, I think it was. Then Claymore, it was over. Like, it was like a good 10 minutes. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. I was nervous though, because when um, he got speared into the barricade, and I guess he was overselling it. I'm like, oh shit, like, here we go. He's going to get back in the ring. Goldberg's going to spear him again, put him night night. Like, I was already like, nervous. Like, I, I get it. Like, Goldberg is a legend in his own right. He was, he's historic. You know, I used to love Goldberg when I was younger in his time. Sure. Um, he's, he shouldn't be used at this point. You know, like, a show-up appearance, a spear here, a jackhammer there, okay. Even a match here and there, a quick match. But for him to be taking championship opportunities, championship title spots, what? He was better off, like, doing a special He's appearance. not Brock Lesnar. Like, he should have just did a, a, a special appearance in the Rumble. He didn't deserve this match. I thought the story was stupid. You know what I mean? Oh, you disrespecting the legend. No, it wasn't that you thought. It was a stupid story. Like it was, come on, and he, he was spent the entirety of this year getting the respect and showing the respect of the legends. And the whole catalyst for this match was, you show no respect to the legends. And during that whole legends night, you missed the last Drew, five pay per views, brother. Drew was showing love to everybody. You kidding me? He was defending Ric Flair, Christian, and Big Show with the Rand. Like it didn't make no fucking sense. Okay, no I would have accepted more if Goldberg did a surprise entrance in the Rumble. Then I would have been okay. You know what I mean? But right. for him and to challenge. He could have stood. They could have hit him and showcased him for 15 minutes. You feel me? I would have got mad at that. You know what I mean? He didn't but, a fucking title shot. Yeah. To put him in the situation, storyline was garbage. I, and the only thing that made sense out of it is the fact that Goldberg got about five appearances on the contract left. They want to use him. So, you know, they, they're using him up in this way. Where does that leave him up to Mania? Is he going to have a match at Mania? What does that mean for the rest of the card if Goldberg is involved? Right. You know, hopefully he's not at Mania. I don't think we need him taking up a space. I think if a legend outside of Edge right now, who, you know, obviously declared for the Rumble yeah. um, and uh, backstage, him and Orton are the uh, one and two entrants. Um. You know, besides him, every other legend that's come really didn't deserve whatever shine they came back to take. But what makes it, but what makes him different is that when them other legends come back, they're not automatically just going for the title. Like when Edge really not true. Brock comes back, title. But he was, but he was well, nah, because he would disappear for like three months and come back and get challenged. But he was still, he was still popping up when he was needed. You know what I'm saying? It's not like. Goldberg would just come back and boom, get a title shot. Like if go yeah, like so far, um, the stack going into this match was the fact that every time he's come back and challenged the champion, he's won it. Yeah. So that was the big like looming thing over this too. Like oh my god, and Drew McIntyre doesn't deserve to lose to Goldberg anyways. Hell no. Like he not at this point, he just got it back. They put that official stamp. You're a star. You're a champion. You're going to be here. They just put that stamp on him. You know, the first rain was, okay, test the water. The second rain was, 
No, he's here. He's he's officially you know? here. So and, and I don't think he deserved that loss anyways. And it's been a clear year now because last year was with the Rumble with him and Brock. Was it last year, right? With, with Brock Lesnar, that he won the Rumble, kicked him out, and then he won the WrestleMania, right? Yeah. It's a clear year that he's actually been putting prestige on that title. You know what I'm saying? That he made he made himself hot. He's been doing excellent work in this pandemic with no fans. I can imagine when fans come back, the cheers oh, he's going to eat it up. And WrestleMania is being rumored to actually have fans in Florida. Yeah. Let me so, check you out, brother. We and might, he, and we might be been, going mania. <laughs> been deserving it. I'm like, like I always say, like I felt like it was a little bit slow, his build. With, with the, his preview, he had beef with Dolph. He he challenged on Bobby. Oh, I wasn't a build. That was well, not knowing what to do with Drew. I know, but once when, they started focusing on they, Drew and in the right light, ran with it. You know, and then it was Randy Orton. The the feud he had with Randy Orton was really what he heated up, and and yeah, the title really started to mean something with him on his shoulders. So I'm really proud of him. You know what I'm saying? Clear year been on fire and I, i'm glad that he i'm so thank baby jesus yo <laughs> yo because he um, had me nervous i was kind of nervous that was, that was the spot after the goat after the goldberg spear and the jackhammer that i was like fuck it's over nobody kicks out of both the spear and the jackhammer back to back bro. back to back so you know you know goldberg put drew over in a good way yeah. too so shout out to Goldberg. You know, it's not a knock. Like I said, he was one of my favorites back in the days. But, you know, earn something first. He should have just been in the rumble. He didn't and deserve Even this if match. he was going to get dropped into this, this um, situation to have a championship match, then he should have at least had a decent storyline line though, and made sure that he protected his character and, and the integrity of, of the reason why he's even back. I fully agree with that, brother. That was my biggest issue. I fully agree with that, bro. But um, yeah, I give it, I give it a seven too. This was a seven to me. It lasted longer than I thought. You know what I mean? It was like a good ten minutes. You know what I'm saying? And it was a decent open, I guess. You know, we can't really expect Gober to go more than that. I'm glad that they got that bullshit out the way. I ain't wanted to end the night like that. You feel me? <laughs> so at least that they were like. Yeah. Because I'm like, if they're gonna, that was a good if place they're gonna me, at least upset me in the beginning so I could get over it. Yeah, you feel me? <laughs> <laughs> like get that bullshit out the way now. <laughs> so I'm not too mad about that. Uh, what yeah, was so, next, Rafa? Um, so after the match, Goldberg actually, you know, shows a sign of respect to to Drew McIntyre. They, you know, both hug in the ring and yeah. raises Drew's arm. So that. Was, that was pretty dope. Um, that was dope. Yeah, yeah. I guess I Goldberg didn't that. feel like. I guess he, you know, if the storyline was, I don't respect you, not you don't respect us. Yeah. Like I that don't would, respect you. I think you're soft. That would have made. I want to test sense. you myself. The storyline would have been fire. That would have made more sense. You know what I mean? As a buildup, but maybe Goldberg just flubbed his lines and fucked it up. He's not a good speaker. <laughs> Nah, man, nah. Cause it, the way it happened was all the legends was out praising him, and then he just comes out, you know what I mean, and presses him. So I don't think he fucked up the lines. That's what he was told to say. Yeah. So, so next up, we have the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship: Sasha Banks versus Carmella. So this one, this one actually took up a lot of time too. Yeah, this was a um, good. Match. 
Actually, a really good match between the two. I'm loving Carmella, you know, in her situation as a heel. Yeah. And, you know, she's really come into her into her own. And just, you know, the, the mannerisms and the, the things she's doing, kind of like how Roman Reigns, you know, is talking shit while he's fighting. Yeah. And, you know, the facial expression, she's doing that too. So I'm, I'm really liking that, you know, aspect of her character. She's and, really growing into this new character she changed into. You know what I mean? She's not the fabulous money Carmella now. Now she's a she's super swaggy diva. You know what I'm saying? I like it. Like, this is a totally different look for her. And, of course, she had the in-ring ability to back it up. So that I never... That's what I was going to say. Like, a lot, a lot of people sleep on Carmella. Yeah. But she actually is really good in the ring. And I think she's picked up a little bit more recently. Like, yeah. she, she knows who she is more. Yeah, I think she went, she took a little break. I guess she went back into training a little better. And you could tell now, like, she's really, she's really, she, she's on the top of her game. And then with this new character, she's really on fire right now. I like it. I think this story should should continue to go. I, I, my opinion, we don't, we don't know what's going to happen. You know what I mean? We know who won the women's shit. We're going to talk about that later. But um, I like, I, I, I still want Carmella in the mix because um she's been really great at this role. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um, obviously, Sasha Banks is the winner, still women's champion. Shout out her ring gear, you know what I mean? The Louis. Yo, for real, she was killing I'm like, is that Louis V? Shout out her ring she gear. She had the Louis, Louis Vuitton um, kick pads. Hell yeah. Stitching on, the, on her trunks. Fire. The, the top was all Louis V, brown and white. Baggy. You know, shout out to her husband, actually, because yeah, he be her husband makes all her gear. Yeah, he be styling her for real, oh, and that one looked fire. He, I, you know, obviously that's his wife, so he's gonna save the best for her. But <laughs> she, you know, it was like the first time I saw Mrs. Gear, and I'm like, this man is wearing Prada's. <laughs> yeah, he's wrestling in Prada shoes, like in Prada sneakers. Yeah, like, yo, those are fish shoes, like those little details. Like you're like, oh okay, it's so, like you know, Rick Flair back in the days with his suits and alligator shoes, like. Those little details really do make the character, you know? Yeah, I like that. Cause usually sometimes she'd be having like little rhinestones or shit like that. She she was a straight swaggy. I liked I liked the, the new and ring. She had like the little glitter pattern in it too. Yeah, but it, but it was, it was all over. That was pretty dope. It worked. It worked for it. And you know what I mean? That was dope. That was dope. Um, so shout out her ring gear, you know what I mean? But um she takes the match. I thought this was like a 7.5. Um Carmella got a lot of offense in. Um, I thought she, I thought Carmella was gonna take it. Like when she put her, what's her, her submission move? The 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 neck choke thing. I, I, I forgot what she calls it. Um, but that it's shit, like, she look like, devastating. Like the leg is, she does that thing with her leg and, and yeah, like yo, that shit look like that. She could really choke you. They, they mentioned what her finish move is. Like it looked like that shit could really choke you out for real. Like if I was to put you in that shit, I'd probably put you to sleep for real in that shit. That should look, that should look crazy. I like it though. That's a dope submission for her. Yeah. So when she put her in it, she I thought she was gonna take it right there. I'm like, oh shit, she caught her right in the middle of the ring too. But <clears throat> dope match, dope match. Um, seven point five. And there was a point where she even tied um Sasha Banks' hair to the ropes and started whooping her. Yeah. Ass. Like, that was crazy too. like that's that's what I like. Turn that heel up, like. And Carmelo always had it. I loved when she was um. 
when she used to say um, Mella's money. Mella money, yeah. When she went around with, with James Ellsworth and all that. But I will say Reginald is a definite upgrade from James Ellsworth as a yeah. manager. I'm really enjoying Reginald. Yeah, and being, I, being like the butler type. Him. He's like the butler type. You know what I mean? She got like her own Jeffrey. <laughs> That's her Jeffrey right there. So dope, man. I like I like where Mella's going. I'm interested. Like, you know what I mean? I hope they keep that story going. You know what I'm saying? I really do. Cause um Mella's really coming into her own with this new character. I like it a lot. So um next up we got like a little uh, backstage segment. We see Xavier Woods um pretty much meeting up with Big E, a little new day reunion backstage. And yeah. these guys got matching attire. So it's like, I admire the fact that they're like, we're not breaking up. Like, yeah. we're representing New Day whatever, whatever brand. Well, you saw what was brand. on the attire, the though. They had the Brody Lee. When Xavier turned around, when Xavier turned around and showed his cape, it was Brody Lee. It had like three pictures of Brody Lee. And then, um, and then both of them, Big E and Kofi, had like Brody Lee things on the side of their legs. It was. I didn't even peep that that detail. Go back, bro. Go Damn, back. I need to, yeah, I definitely want to go back and, and check that out now. But that that made me appreciate it a little bit more now. You know, but I can appreciate the fact that because it's different. You know, at first I was like, "Fuck, I just want him to completely separate from the new day," <laughs> and you know, he's been doing that. Working still. <laughs> he, he's still, yeah, he's still. Them, Still, them dudes bring the pancakes out of him, man. <laughs> yeah. Xavier Woods and Kofi. Bro, why they always on some breakfast shit, bro? Like, <laughs> you know, it's the wholesome meal of the day, I guess. Shout out Kofi. He looked like he's doing. He looks good right now, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause I know he got his jaw broken, so I guess yeah. he's still wired. But at least he could talk. He's back. They put him on TV. I know he wasn't in the match. He's not medically killed, but I'm glad we got to get to see him pop up with his with his form with his team. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then we had um, Sami Zayn pretty much interfering in that. And mocking <laughs> dude, <him. laughs> Kofi Kingston. Justice for Sammy, bro. And he's That's wearing that. I am the real Intercontinental Champion shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I love Sammy, man. I love this little complaining Sammy, bro. He's hilarious, man. <laughs> so next up, we get the guest performance, uh, the guest celebrity for the Royal Rumble, Bad Bunny. And for the haters, I will not be accepting any Bad Bunny slander. Nope. He's one of the Rican goats. And you will put res some respect on Bad Bunny's name. <laughs> oh, with that oh, being said, see, like he was just standing there, militant. Like at least in the video, he was dancing. Like why he ain't dancing and doing? I shit. mean, he was standing militant in the video, and that, like at certain points, camera because he would do the dance. Like come on, bro! Like just start dancing with him. You know what I mean? Yeah. What he's skipping around him while he performing? He just like what the fuck? Whatever. I mean, yeah. this part of the, the the character they were trying to you know give us the video and stuff. A yeah. lot of people started complaining that. On, on like some of the boards that Bad Bunny. Yeah, I was seeing everybody stop. like, "Yo, get Bad Bunny out of here! This shit is a waste of time." Like, I'm like, "What the fuck?" Like, so I was a waste of time. This guy is a, a megastar. Like, come whether on, you man. like his music or not, he's a megastar. Um, people got to put in perspective. Spanish music. There are more Spanish-speaking countries than English ones. Yeah. So he makes money worldwide. Not only that, he blew up in America. 
a bunch He's of features. And people got to at least respect that this guy grew up loving wrestling and he puts that in his music. Yeah, absolutely. He brought Ric Flair a few years ago. Ric Flair was in his music video. He was shouting out Ric Flair doing the woo on his songs, carrying the championship, had Ric Flair in the whole video. Yeah. You know, I like that. One of his other videos, he has the Latino Heat Eddie Guerrero shirt, repping the business. Yeah. He Anytime. Was and this is before. Fan. He's a huge wrestling fan. This is before he had any involvement with WWE, before any anything. Like, yeah. he did this on his own. He showed his love for the business before he ever had a conversation with WWE. He gets his chance to perform. Booker, we got to see Booker T in a, in a way that we never really get to see. Yeah. You know, suited okay. up. Um, you know, and, and you know what's crazy? Bro, kind of look. And, and you know what's crazy? It's not like this is not something new that they never done before. They had performances all the time on paper, especially WrestleMania. They had um they had Kid Rock perform. They had um, Fred Durst and Limp Biscuit perform. They had Flo Rida and Pitbull perform. You know like, what? Honestly, you know why I feel like people are hating for the most part? It's because he's rapping in Spanish. Main main reason. Main reason, because you don't understand the words. For 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 the listeners and the viewers who were hating on that, the whole song is about the fact that he feels like he's in his prime, he's at his peak, and he compares his career to being a champion like Booker T. Yeah. Paying homage to a legend, putting WWE and putting wrestling yeah. in the spotlight, probably shedding light and viewers. Bringing the Latino viewers. casual fans over, you know what I'm exactly. saying? Like bringing more exactly. eyes to product doing that. Exactly. Like, so, wake up, y'all. Full respect. Full respect to Bad Bunny and yeah, the other people who do understand Spanish. It's probably not your cup of tea. You don't like that type of music. Yeah. But at the yeah, end of the day, if you if you're into that type of music, Bad Bunny's one of the goats right now. So yeah, he is. He's on fire. Uh, give him some respect. I definitely respected it. Um, like I said, anytime a fan, especially a fan that has his own fame, has his own notoriety, and Unselfishly puts the business over. You got our respect. You got our respect. respect. Mad respect. Well, so Absolutely. I don't know why they've done this millions of times. All the like a lot of people always performed at, at either WrestleMania. There's like probably like I think it's like the first time I've seen it at a rumble. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, yeah, I think so too. I, I usually see that at before. WrestleMania, you know what I'm saying? But this was dope, you know what I'm saying? It was a dope performance. What, what I felt should have happened, though, I felt like Booker T should have came out in the Rumble and he should have performed um, uh, for his entrance. For his entrance. But what ends up transpiring later on in the show, I did like. Yeah. So we'll get to that. We'll get to that later. But this was dope. You know what I mean? This yeah. So, shout out to um, Bad Bunny, you know what I mean? Shout out. Yeah, shout out to Bad Bunny. And one of the stupid things that, that I saw on one of the boards was Oh, look at him. He can't even perform. He had to stop and take a breath. Um, idiot. It's <laughs> it's literally a part of the song. It's a part of the song. <laughs> it's literally a part of the song. Yeah, just trying to find anything to hate on him because y'all don't like his music, which is which is fine, but come on, that's part of the song. Relax. 
I yeah. just did like that book of tea was just standing there though, and then he wants to, can you dig it, sucker? And then that's it. Like at least that's do how it. the song ends though. And I know, but could do at least like a two step or something, book of tea. Come you on. Should have spin a Rooney shit. But yeah, give us a spin of Rooney, <laughs> bro. Like <laughs> just like, can you dig it? Sucker, and then, and then a spin a Rooney, you know. Yeah, what I mean, I need to do a spin a Rooney with him. <laughs> it was dope, though. It was dope, you know. What I mean, I wasn't like that was dope. You know I like, I like it. I mean, yeah, we, I also did. Gotta, we also gotta understand zero <laughs> fans, zero yeah. fans, performers like Bad Bunny, musicians in general, artists. A lot of them thrive off of fans, it's just like wrestling. A lot yeah. of these guys had a struggle. And a lot of people got exposed in the pandemic era. Yeah, facts. You know, not being able to maneuver without crowds and stuff like that. You know, so you got to also give give him credit for that. No energy outside of what he's putting out. Yeah. You feel me? So hats, hats off. Yeah, salute. That funny. It was, it was I mean, definitely a, a good dope. That was dope. That was something new to it. I don't think I've ever seen it at a Rumble. But that yeah. Was so uh, before we move on. <laughs> Before we move on, let's take a quick break to our sponsors, uh, the people who keep the lights on, keep this kayfabe avenue train. Song we got the song on the porch. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Uh, we gotta let them put the song on this. So we'll be right back after these messages. And we're back. We left off with uh, Bad Bunny's performance. So. Uh, yeah, we're trying to get rid of the haters <laughs> on that segment. But the next up, which to me was the highlight of the night for me, the Women's Royal Rumble. So this, is, oh my God, it's a lot, a lot to, to cover, yo. A lot to unpack on this one. So um, we have the, the list of the entrance, so we can probably go down the list and, you know, just touch on. Uh, a few spots for each person, and uh, then it will go through the list of order of elimination. So, the Women's Royal Rumble starts off with entrant number one being Bailey, and then the second entrant was Naomi returning, Turn. returning Naomi. So, that was a surprise. Uh, she's been drafted to Raw months ago. Nah, SmackDown, I think, right? No, she's, oh, no, she's not drafted to Raw. You're right. Not drafted to Raw. Uh, okay. Separated from her husband who's on SmackDown. Technically separated because he hasn't been on SmackDown either due to injury. But uh, so she returns. She had. She personally had a great show in. Obviously, down the line, she had a spot with the number three entrant, Bianca Belair. She had uh, a crazy spot with her where I forgot who exactly threw her out the ring, but she landed on her back with yeah. her in the air. I think it was Bianca herself that did it. And then, um, yeah, I think Bianca did it herself. And then she landed on her back, kept her feet up. She comes, she tumbles back into the ring, grabs Bianca's hair <laughs> to get her footing back right. Bianca's over here about to fall out herself. Like that shit was crazy. <laughs> so she she ends up back first on the outside. So she's fig trying to figure out how the hell to get back in. And she she looks like a, a roach. Yeah, like backs <laughs> up. She's like, fuck, like, how am I gonna figure this out? All of a sudden, <laughs> Bianca Belair struggling. 
with somebody on, on the ropes and she kind of like tries to whip her hair out. Yeah. Hair ends up landing on the outside as long as it is. And Naomi uses it as like a rope to yeah. like, <laughs> position her feet, turn home and position her feet back on the ring. So her feet are back on the ropes. Yeah. She uses the hair to drag herself back up. So that now, was crazy. <laughs> while she's dragging her herself up, she's pulling Bianca out. Yeah. The hair. So they both end up in a position where they're both about to slip out to yeah, the they outside. Hang, they hang off the side of the apron under the ropes. And they, their legs. Yeah, they both got their feet on the apron. So they're like, okay, all right. Let's, <laughs> let's do this together. <laughs> yeah. Even hell hands. Like, let's do this together. They start like <laughs> swinging back and forth, end up swinging themselves back on the apron into the ring. So I did love that spot. That was a dope and spot. During the during the spot when she was actually pulling her hair, I love the fact that Bianca was like, give her the bitch. Like it started like beating her down and really like laying in shots. That's one thing I want to say too. Tonight, the women's rumble, the men's rumble, it really stiff shots. Everybody out of moves was crazy. Yo, everybody was going going all out for this rumble. I think they really tried to show and prove this is the first Royal Rumble in the pandemic era. You know, yeah. last year's Royal Rumble was the last pay-per-view event in With a live crowd. In a crowd. So, you know, uh, they try to go in all out. So and, and and they did, they succeeded. So that was a good spot for Naomi and Bianca Belair. They will continue on. You know, that was later on in the match, that spot. But number four, which is my favorite, uh, one of my favorite people right now, Billy Kay. <laughs> Oh my God, yo, Billy Kay. First of all, she doesn't even enter the ring. She goes she to goes commentary. Right to commentary. <laughs> the next couple entrance, she's in the commentary, gracing us with her amazing presence and and commentary skills. The funniest thing, though, every time a new entry will come, she will run up to them. Wait, 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 wait. Let's pull out the resume <laughs> and like let's team up. Let's team up, right? So, number five entrant, surprise from NXT, Shotzi Blackheart. Salute. Uh, she had a decent showing um, in there for about 15 minutes, but ends up eliminating. She was the first elimination, man. I was tight about that. I'm like, damn, they could have showcased my girl Shotzi a little longer. You know what I'm saying? But I'm glad that she did make an appearance, but she was the first girl eliminated in yep. the match. And I was um, kind of... That broke my heart, man. I was about to yeah. cry. I was in my feelings. <laughs> Shayna Bla Bay's there at number six. She ended up in the Rumble for a, a good amount of time. Yeah, she was in there for a while. Number seven was another surprise uh, entrant from NXT. Tony Storm. My wife. That's my wife. Everybody leave hands off her. Don't don't DM her. Tony Storm had a decent showing. She was in there for a pretty decent amount of time herself. Yeah. Um, had a few... Um, fights with a couple of people in there number eight uh big surprise haven't seen her in years and well let's rewind right because Shotzi comes out in her tank or whatever uh Billy Kay's still on commentary number six was Shayna Baszler she offers her services to team up with Shayna Baszler Shayna repeats her spot from last year and throws Billy Kay into the barricade yeah 
The next person to come out, Tony Storm, she offers her services to Tony Storm. Tony gives her the like, what the hell's wrong with you? Look, <laughs> ignores her. When Jillian comes out at number eight, Jillian he, Hall, she's like, we could be a team. We could team up. It could be Jilly and Billy. <laughs> <laughs> Jilly said, I love it. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, yo. She's like, I, I love, love it. it. She came out singing as horribly as she could. Like oh. she used to do her stitch. Oh, I, I really didn't expect this. You know, she didn't even come. Yo, she looked fine. good, man. Like I was thinking that same yeah. shit. She looked good, and um, I was surprised that I, I guess she improved well, from these years of being gone. Like she was actually doing great wrestling moves in the ring. She got a lot of offense in, and she was doing great. You know what I'm saying? I'm not denying like back in the day she was trash, but she looked better than I ever seen before. Yeah, and, um, I mean, it, it great could also her. be that you know we haven't seen her in so long, so just seeing her in this gimmick, nostalgia, the nostalgia yeah, effect. It, was, it worked. It was really good. She lasted not super long, but she was in there for a little bit. Yeah, um, like a good, good couple of rounds. But she was the only one to accept Billy Kay's um, proposal. They both entered the ring, uh, you know, initially helping each other, then. You know, that's how Billy Kay enters the match officially. Yeah. Um, next up at number nine was Ruby Riot. Um, I really can't say much. I didn't really see too many great great spots or standout spots, in yeah. my opinion, for Ruby Riot. Um, but the next pick, number 10, we didn't think about her legend, Victoria, making wow. her return to the Royal Rumble, still looks good. Wow. Yeah, and this wow. was surprising for the fact that Victoria is retired. Yeah. Last year was officially the last yeah. year that she was going to be wrestling. So oh, the fact career. that she came back and made and and made this appearance completely unexpected blew me away. And she looked it good too. Like she was in this, she was hitting them all. She looked this strong. Like she, like they they booked her strong in the beginning for a little while. I think she caught an elimination. We'll get to that later. I might be not only that, she got to show the number 11, the next pick, Peyton Royce, how to really do the finish move. For real. um, I forgot what they called it, the Black Widow, I think she calls it. The Black Widow. Um, Ends up hitting the Black Widow on Peyton Royce because Peyton Royce has a similar move. Um, Next up, we have number 12, someone that I, I didn't really know who she was, Santana Garrett. Yeah, she's from NXT. Um, um, she's part of that 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 Dusty Classic tag team right now. But um, from she looked I, good though. She looked yeah, impressive. Um, I'm not, um, I'm not too there with her yet. I need to do more homework on her. But she did do really, really well in her showing here. Yeah, she ended up doing a split, which well, I was like, oh shit, she could do a split, and then boom, elimination. Uh, but the little bit I did see of her, I did, I did enjoy. Yeah, she was dope. So next up, we got Liv Morgan. So we have some Riot Squad action, both of them in the ring at the same time. She saved Ruby Riot because Ruby was about to get eliminated. Then she comes out and um, she kicks whoever's hold. I forgot who it was. And then she saved Ruby. Billy Kay and Jillian try to attack them because they turned her down. You know, we I mean? had a funny spot with 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 all with all of them pretty much because we have Peyton Royce and we have Billy Kay in the ring. Then we have Ruby Riot in the ring. So yeah. Billy goes, iconic. And Billy's, and, uh, well, Peyton does it. And then Billy Kay's like about to do it. And then she looks at 
Rubian is like, oh, what do I do? What do I do? Like, <laughs> like, am I iconic or like, am I still or trying to be right with right now? So yeah, all right, yo, Billy Kay was entertaining the whole night, man. Like, yo, anything, anytime I see Billy Kay, it, a little, it, her little new uh, shit is cringe, but funny cringe, man. Like, I like, yeah, it. So, she's always I, I like funny, said, funny cringe. Like I said I gotta get used to it, man. So I get it, it's going in the right direction. You know what I'm saying? I, 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 anytime I see Billy Kay on the screen, she literally makes me smile. Like, I enjoy every yeah. time I, I see she's, her. She's entertaining as fuck, man. I like what she's doing. Uh, next up, we have Rhea Ripley making a surprise entry to the Rumble. That's somebody I did call out in yeah, the you prediction did, you show. Did that, that. Um, I actually uh, thought maybe she'd be the dark horse, I believe, to probably to win. Yeah, to take it. I think that was your dark horse pick. Uh, next up, we have Charlotte Flair, who ends up from 15 all the way to the final three. I was like, why? No. No. <laughs> I like I saw her and my heart dropped. I'm like, here we go. She's yeah, gonna take he, it again. She got screwed earlier in the night, um, out of her tag team title. Well, yeah, yeah. Lacey Evans, so she had a second chance opportunity here. Um, we have Dana Brooke number sixteen. Uh, don't have too many memorable things about Dana Brooke's uh, appearance. Yeah, number seventeen is surprise legend Tori Wilson. Again, outside my girl. Outside of seeing Tori and uh, admiring at how how good she still looks yeah. at this age, and you know she actually was going for the most part. I didn't really see too many big spots when it came to Tori Wilson. Shout out though, like she's been coming to like every Rumble, right? Like she did a surprise entrance in all three of them, right? I think she's been in most of the Rumbles. She did appearance at Evolution, the only women's yeah, people. So like, like anytime the women are kind of making history, and she she does come back and show love. Yeah, so I gotta yo. She she don't. She, did she make? The, she ain't make the Hall of Fame yet. Like, what are we doing with her? Like, yeah, she did. Yeah, so like she yeah. deserved it. You know what I'm saying? Like, she made, like, she, made she made the Hall of Fame. Um, the sad thing was the the I think the weekend that she got inducted to the Hall of Fame, her father ended up passing away. So she yeah. was giving that speech like the weekend of his death. So. Um, yeah. very emotional, you know. I, a lot of respect for Tori Wilson that night. Um, you know, what um, I mean, she still looked good, she's still athletic, she still got the body, the shape, the the you know, what I mean, still a beautiful woman. She doesn't look like she doesn't age for shit, man. God bless her. And like, I think this is like her third run, yo. Like, I gotta give her props on that. She's been coming yeah. in, she shows this. up, she shows up, she shows um, up. So, salute to her, man. God bless that woman. Next up, we have Lacey Evans, and I gotta say, Lacey got her ass whooped the entire time she was in that rumble. It was memorable because every it, and it wasn't just Charlotte. Charlotte whooped every, that ass, but it wasn't well, yo, just Charlotte. She, she was, was getting stiff shots. They, they were whooping her out. They were stiff shot at her too. I think um, I don't know who it was. I think it was Victoria. Like she caught her in the corner and like smacked fire out her. Like it, it was like a chop, but it was like a crazy. Yeah. Yeah, like Victoria smacked the shit out of her. Like and they were she, not playing any games. He was stiffing the shit out of Lacey for some reason. Like, yo, she pissed off somebody back there. <laughs> I mean, she's in a good position right now, too. But I'm telling yeah. you, there was stiff shotting all night. Yeah, there was a lot of stiff shots, especially in the women's. Especially yeah. in the women's. We end up at 19 with Mickey James, and she had a nice little spot with Charlotte Flair. And she's yeah. like, I, I've been waiting. To, to for this moment uh to be toe to toe with you so they had a, a, a good little 
uh, back and forth, back yeah, and that forth was between each other. Then we had a number 20, Nikki Cross, new My music, girl. not digging it. Um, but looking like crazy Nikki coming in, super excited. Yeah, um, she caught a bulldog on um on Tori, I think that she looked at hard. Like she didn't protect herself when she dropped that thing. I think it was Tori, I'm not sure. She caught a crazy bulldog on her. Like that shit was crazy. Yeah, um, she she ended up uh kind of knocking everybody down, getting her moves off. Yeah, she got a, she got uh, some dominant spot. Yo, Rhea Ripley, man, the way she eliminated her, bro, I think she choke slammed her on the apron outside, man. That shit, I felt that one. Rhea Ripley eliminated two people. She eliminated Nikki Cross and she eliminated um Dana Brooke, and both of them eliminations looked it crazy, bro. Crazy. You know what I mean? Like, goddamn. But you know what I mean? So, salute. At least Nikki got some sort of offense off. You know what I mean? That's my girl right there. I love Nikki. So at 21, we got technically legend Alicia Fox. <laughs> that was a waste to pick. I'm sorry. Yo, <laughs> what the fuck happened, bro? <laughs> so she comes out, and then your boy R Truth comes out. <laughs> I guess for the crazy factor of her character mixing it in with our truth. And she was like, yo, wrong rumble. Well, he was like, oh shit, this is the wrong rumble. This is the wrong rumble. Yeah. <laughs> yo, he, he's retarded, bro. <laughs> ends up this ends up using the women as as body. To help him eliminate everybody that was chasing them. Was, yeah. Yo. <laughs> using Alicia Fox as a shield. And then Alicia Fox having the man interfere in the rumble. He ends up getting rolled up by Alicia Fox. <laughs> she takes the belt. So Alicia Fox ends up being the, the women's champion. I mean, and then re eliminate the her. Aaliyah 24 7, 7 11, I 95 North, I 95 South. European women's champion, European Intercontinental champion. Uh, <laughs> for a few minutes, we end up. You know, when she ends up getting eliminated, Archie right, is still down uh, on the side, ends up rolling her up, pulling off uh, another, what is this, like 100? He's like, it's a, like yo, the GOAT, yo, like 59, 60. We don't even, I lost count, bro. <laughs> right. I lost count. Uh, ends up getting the belt back. Everybody uh, starts chasing him again, and then Alicia Fox starts chasing him too. I was dying, so I'm uh, like, yo, what the fuck is going on? Yo, he's retarded, bro. It was a wasted number because we know like she's not gonna contribute much. She's never been really um too too gifted in the ring. Yeah, you can't take her serious when we you see can't her. Can't really take her serious when but we see her. But I did enjoy cool. the comedy of it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, this was actually cool. You know what I mean? With our truth, it made it more better and it makes more sense because, like, she was like, that's the type of her lane. So I wasn't tripping too much. But we, we, you know, we kind of instantly knew, okay, waste the spot. We know she's not doing it. Yeah, that was a waste of a, that was a waste of a slot. She's not going to do anything significant, but the comedy aspect I enjoyed. Yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't tripping too Um, much. Next up, 22, Mandy Rose. Uh, didn't really see too many big spots for Mandy. Ah, she caught um, what's her name with with um, what's that double arm drop she does? She caught Mickey James with that shit. You know what yeah. I mean? So that was it not, did like, look that good, was, but that was the only thing. You know what I mean? So um, she catch her finisher off, which I'm not tripping too much about. She yeah, with that, we we end up getting 23 is Dakota Kai. So some more NXT action. That's my people's right there. 
24 was Carmella, of course, with Reginald, um, on, you know, in tow. And she got eliminated like three times. Reginald yeah. caught her, put her back in the kept ring. Kept saving um, her. We end up seeing Carmella get eliminated finally by number 25, which was Tamina. Ends up seeing Reginald save her for the last time. He's carrying her. She has a super kicking Reginald and dropping Carmella's feet on the ground. Yo, that super kick looked crazy though. Like the way he 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 sold that bump. He's selling for the women. Perfect. That looked devastating. That super kick. Like God damn, (laughs) she took his head off with that shit. (laughs) So at number twenty six, a surprise return in Lana who really I even thought, hey, is this going to be the, the underdog story? Like I was happy. Lana. I was like, yeah, let's go, Rusev Day again. Yeah, I, was, I, was, I was happy for Lana, too. You know what I mean? 27. This is where the controversy kicks in for me. 27 is usually an ominous number. A lot of people have won for the oh, 27 spot. Yeah. Alexa Bliss. I love Alexa Bliss. I love her story. Oh. I love what they're doing with her. I do not love the fact that she comes into the ring. Everybody (laughs) starts jumping her. We finally see the lights flicker. She's about to turn. She gets up. She does a slow rise. And then Rhea Ripley eliminates her, bro. Come on. We wanted to see some type of dominant. She didn't even get no offense off, bro. Like, that was ridiculous. I was tight. I was like, okay. Cause that was this was my pick. This was my pick, bro. I think this was both of our picks. Like she was yeah. in the top three, and and she ain't even she was in there for less than like a fucking minute, bro. Our top like, three was was her, Bailey, uh, Bianca, and Bianca, and Dark Horse, Dark Horse, Ray Ripley. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I was like, damn, man, like less than a minute. They jumped the shit out of her. She was about to turn, and then Rhea just gets her the fuck out of there. And then when it even makes it worse, that the camera ain't even show her on the ground or her leaving or right. tripping. Like it this. was just they like just continued. Yeah, they, oh. they they continued with the match. They did not even show her after the elimination. Usually, usually they would do that too. They didn't even do that. So I was like, damn, like I wanted to see her mad outside the ring or something. The only reason I forgive it is because with a character like the Fiend, you don't want to do certain things that might, you know, bury the character. So. You know, right before she got dominant, I, I could see why they did it like that. I, I personally just wanted to see her dominate. I wanted to see her, you know, her antics, maybe a little bit of cinematic Royal Rumble. Yeah, something. But I hope this means that they're going to continue the story with her Oscar then. You know what I'm saying? Because Bianca won it, so Bianca could keep it with Sasha and Oscar still have somebody challenging her right now. You know what I mean? They could keep yeah. that story going. So but I'm not tripping too much. After Alexa, I, I, I get, much. Yeah, after Alexa, we get Ember Moon and my girl like, is back. The only thing I, I was like, I was like, hit your finish and get out. I already know you're not gonna do nothing. Yeah, she hit she hit, hit the finish the and get out. So what she did, she hit her finish, hit the eclipse on somebody, and then eventually got out. <laughs> I'm saying but number 29 is yeah. Nia Jax. And number 30 is Natalia. So at 29, Nia Jax, there was still a, a lot of people in the ring. We had a good segment between her and Shayna Baszler and Tamina, where they, her and Shayna, you know, teamed up, started attacking all the women. And then when Tamina 
started, you know, face to face. She's like, this is family. Like, I can't. Yeah. Then ends up eliminating Tamina with Shayna Baszler. Then ends yeah. up turning on Shayna Baszler. Like, I'm sorry, you know, but it was a cool spot. Natalia, unfortunately, I feel like it was a wasted, a wasted spot. Hold on, hold on. we're not gonna get there yet because um, this is what was crazy was um, after she eliminated Stamina, <laughs> my girl Lana straight smacked the shit out of her. She ate it. Oh yeah, yeah. She, she smacked her twice and then she ran away. So she's chasing her around the ring. She's chasing her around the ring. She gets back in the ring. Lana smack hits her again. And then she's, I guess she's about to attack her and then Lana oh, eliminates her. Yeah, holds on the ropes and she ends and up with her own. I was so to, happy. I was like, thank you. Her. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? I need some type of redemption for Lana. Yeah, and then Natalia came out and then they beat the shit out of Natalia. You know what I mean? Outside the ring, Shayna. Don't treat Natalia. They have no respect, bro. No respect. And I was, I was pissed off. I was pissed off. I was like, fuck. No respect. Like, Overall, great rumble though. Um, had me jumping out the edge of my seat. Had me, you know, there was Especially moments the I was, final, I was the final minute. The um, final minute is between. Let Let's run through Sean the eliminations. Let, let's, yeah, let's run through the eliminations. So, uh, the first elimination was Shashi Blackheart eliminated by Shayna ba Shayna Baszler. Jillian Hall eliminated by Billy Kay. Billy Kay eliminated by Liv Morgan. Tony Storm is eliminated by Rare Ripley. I got me tight too. Victoria eliminated by Baszler. Santana Garrett eliminated by Ripley. Ruby Riot eliminated Bailey. So we're probably going to see something happen out of that. Hopefully. Liv Morgan eliminated by Peyton Royce. Dana Brooke eliminated by Rare Ripley. So Rare Ripley so far all over this. Peyton Royce eliminated by Charlotte. Tori eliminated by Baszler. Baszler was attacking most of the legends. Um, Alicia eliminated by Rose, Mandy Rose. Mickey eliminated by Lacey Evans. Dakota Kai eliminated by Rare Ripley. Mandy Rose eliminated by Rare Ripley. Nikki Cross eliminated by Carmella. Oh, by Carmella? I thought that was real. Okay. <clears throat> Carmella. Excuse me. Carmella eliminated um, after Reginald dropped yeah. I could say Tamia. Tamia helped that. You know what I mean? Tamina. So I will count that you on Tamina. Alexa Bliss eliminated by Rhea Ripley. Everybody. I'm going to say, every, well, yeah, but technically everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Lacey Evans eliminated by Baszler. Ember Moon eliminated by Jax. Na Naomi eliminated by Shayna and Jax. Tamina eliminated by Shayna and Jax. Shayna eliminated by Nia Jax. Nia Jax eliminated by Lana. Let's go. Lana eliminated by Natalia. Natalia eliminated by Bianca. Then we get to the final three, which ended up having some of our picks Bianca and our dark horse pick, Ray Ripley, with Charlotte Flair. No, but I, before you get into the eliminations, though, did this ending was actually fire. The way they kept all three of them, the way they were, um, the storytelling, they were fighting back and forth <laughs> and things of that nature. They were, but then they both jumped Charlotte because they were like, yo, we got to get her the fuck out of here. She, you know what I mean? Like, we sick of her shit. You know what I'm saying? Charlotte was trying to fight back. 
they finally was able to get her eliminated because she was like they threw her over the rope. She was still hanging onto the apron. Rhea was trying to hit her. She was still hanging on. Um, um, Bianca was trying to hit her. She was still hanging on. It took like a good three, four hits until they finally knocked her off. Charlotte with a sick smile at the end. Like, yeah, I, was, I like that. Looked, that. I like that. I hope that That's means the that one thing, is, you know, and I was saying that um, I had focus over and, um, his girlfriend over and I'm like, they, we, we're like, fuck, not Charlotte, not Charlotte. I'm like, you know what? I don't want her to win, but as much as we don't want her to win, she's amazing. Like in the, the role she's playing right now, she, you know, had us like, no, please. And then, yeah. You know the look, the theatrics of it all. She brings the yeah. best out of people. She, I, you yeah, know, she is. I really, I really did enjoy the ending uh, to this. Yeah, definitely. But Charlotte ends up getting eliminated by Bianca Belair and Rhea Ripley, mm-hmm. and then you're giving the devilish grin afterwards. Then we get Rhea Ripley eliminated by the winner of the Royal Rumble, Bianca Belair. But their their back and forth was good too. You know what I'm saying? I think they yeah, was- man. They they had like four to five like fake finishes, mm-hmm. like they were about to get eliminated before Bianca actually did it. There was even one spot where they both was like hanging off the outside, and then Rhea was like, "Okay, let's chill. Let's yeah. chill. Let's drag in the ring. Yeah. You know, what I mean? let's square yeah. up all over again. Like that shit was fire. You know, what yeah. I mean, storytelling. I, 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 you know, this is already what two, three years in a row. The women yeah. take the rumble. Yeah, and um, yo, definitely well deserved. It was either them two, you know what I mean. Both the both of them deserved the win, but Bianca, I saw a stat on Twitter earlier that um, she's the first um African American woman to headline on WrestleMania for the title. So not true. That's not well, true. So who was the Jazz, right? Sasha Banks and Jazz. I know. So right. so they, so maybe I'm tripping. Well, I gotta see the stat again. It was right, something Jazz. like that. I think we 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 forget her impact. Jazz was definitely um, WrestleMania 18 versus Trish Stratus. So we gotta. I gotta see the stat. Let me see if I can pull it up. There was a crazy stat I saw about something like that. Um. So while you look for that, um, basically, yeah, no. salute to her, man. At the end of the Royal Rumble, we get Kayla pretty much come out. And um, interview Bianca Belair and got on the truth. That shit made me teary eyed a, a, a little bit. Um, and that will that will be one of two times I get a little misty in the eyes. You know, I'm not crying. You're crying. So who's cutting onions in here? <laughs> but um, you know, good speech. You know, celebrate herself. Shouted out her husband. Shouted out her mom. And her father. Um, yeah. It was a, a, a big moment for women, a big moment for, for African-American women, women especially. And it's a good look for Bianca. She, she been Yo, she's been putting in work. She's been putting in work and she's been a standout and a, a real shining example of, of the women's division. Oh, this is the stat. A long time. Not to cut you off. Bianca Belair is the first African-American wrestler to win the Royal Rumble since The Rock in 2000. That's 20 years. That was the stat. To win the, to win the actual Royal Rumble. Yeah, that's the stat. My oh, bad. Oh, wow. Damn. African-American African American wrestler to win the Rumble. Royal Rumble. The Rock in 2000. Man, that's pretty fucking telling, man. 
Yeah, that's the stat. My bad, I fucked it up, but I knew it was something like that's a good that's a good little stat to, to stat. twenty years, twenty one years actually, twenty one years. You know, feel me? So that's dope. That's you know what I mean? Salute the Belair. Yo, well deserved. She had an amazing year since she been called up. You feel me? She has. She's been having a. Did she win the title down at NXT? Never. Like damn. Never been champion. She hasn't held the singles belt yet. Damn, they missed. They missed a shot right there. Like she's about to get it. She has a well deserved WrestleMania shot with the champion of her choice. So I'm thinking she's gonna go after the boss. Yeah, and and that would be a that would be a dope match. Like I wouldn't mind see her and Sasha. They would tear it down. Sasha will bring out the best of her. So yeah, I, I yeah, they will have a they will have a fire match. You know what I mean? So you know what I mean. Salute so, to Bianca Belair. Congratulations. You know what I mean? You deserve it, girl. Yeah. So next up, we got a little backstage action with the Miz and Morrison. <laughs> you know, pressing Bad Bunny to collaborate. Bad Bunny pretty much denies him. Miz ends up talking a lot of shit about Booker T. Booker T ends up showing up behind them, which ends up obviously scaring off Morrison. Morrison didn't feel like, yo, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> ends up leaving Miz looking scared and like ends up embarrassed. Said, I know you did not say that. I know you did not say that. And then the Miz like. <laughs> and then as soon as Booker T and Bad Bunny slammed the door in his face, that's when Morrison decides to pop his head back in. Come back in, like, like yo, we gotta go, let's bounce. Yeah. <laughs> like, get the fuck out that of here. That was funny. But next up, we have <clears throat> the reigning, defending, undisputed, universal heavyweight champion of the world the head of the table and your tribal chief roman reigns versus right. kevin owens for the universal championship you know you got to say it every time yeah but we should yeah. come back to it bro we only got like six minutes is showing i think uh, we, we good we can run through this um all right so I just want to say they did everything you can freaking Hopefully. possibly think of in this, this match. match. This match was ridiculous, bro. Wow. Like, I was stunned through the whole match. The shit talking, the psychology between both of them. Um, Like, I don't know where to begin. Like what massive, massive tables being uh, used. This went all over the arena. They went... From the ring to the fan dome, climbing on the fan dome, um, slamming each other through it, um, jumping. Uh, Roman ended up throwing Kevin Owens off the fan dome screen to the to the floor with with tables, you know, there. Tables, crazy spot. Kevin Owens looks like he really like slammed on his shoulder really hard. Yeah. I was concerned about that. But you know, still able to go. This ends up going backstage, showing the the football stadium. Um, yeah. You know, they have another ring set up in the back. You know, this shit was mayhem. This shit was no, bro. They they had the spot where he went up on the forklift and did a swanton off the forklift. Yo, on. he must have been like eleven feet. Yeah, because he, he he raised it all the way to the top. And then he just climbed on it, and then he did that. Sw and that swan song was fire. Well, first, first before he did that, he has a pump up power bombing rolling yeah. onto the announce table that was set up backstage in that yeah. extra ring. Yeah, 
it didn't budge. That shit looks solid. Yeah, like he goes to the top of the forklift, does a swan time, destroys that table. You think that'd be the end of it? Nope. That wasn't even the end of the tables. Yeah. We ended up seeing him frog splashing Roman through through another set of tables. Like it was hell. Roman ends up being um handcuffed to to one of the, like the Titantron poles or whatever the, whatever it was. Yeah. But damn, like hard hitting ain't the word, bro. Like yo, bro, I wrote no right now, right now they still icing themselves in the ice bath right now. Like their body, their body is Kevin the Owens, fuck bro. up, bruised the fuck up. Like I know they got crazy bruised. I know the yo Roman hit him with a golf cart. It looked it more damn devastated than the Sammy Guevara shit. I was shit. saying the same thing. I was like, when, yo, when Kevin Owens took it, he kind of jumped in the air. He and jumped on it. the window. Yeah, like that and one. Through the window that that covered, like it was like a plexiglass cover in the front where you drive. God I damn. That shit. Like, yo, bro, like they they beat the fuck up. You know what I mean? Definitely, yo, match of the night. It, it, beside the rumbles, this yeah, is actual like actual matchup, yeah, definitely you know I mean? match up, match of the night. Like this was like and, a nine. Um, I'd put probably arguably, you know, no, I'd put you know good close contender the Sasha Banks, uh, Carmella match, Goldberg, Drew was you know, it was, it was just a battle fun. of the heavyweights finish finish fest. Nah, this was a nine because I I think I rated um the Mella like a seven point five eight. <laughs> yeah, no, no, this was a nine. This is a they nine. They did all of it, and like I said going into this, I do not, I did not expect Kevin Owens to win this, but at least he went out giving Roman Reigns hell, everything, giving him probably one of his best matches in the Tribal Chief, um, persona, like as far as heavy hitting, because to this day the best match to me was. Roman Reigns, Jay Uso. Yeah, that match the, was the, fine. The theatrics of it, you know, the impact of it. The hell of the cell, right? The character development, yeah, with, with, with them. That's, to me, in this tribal at run, that was the best match. But, you know, this is a high contender. Kevin Owens versus Roman, this was the best one in their feud. Mm-hmm. Now it's time. It's time. Now yeah, like, there's got to be the last on. one. Kevin lost three in a row. It's time to move on. We need somebody else for Roman. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely move on. We got fast. This was a perfect way to end it. This was a perfect way to end the feud. You know what I'm saying? You could sit Kevin Owens for a little while. Y'all could say kayfabe, he got injured. You know what I mean? Let him sit for a couple of months, come probably pop back up at um, Money in the Bank or something like that. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, this was definitely a, a great way to end their feud, my opinion. Yeah. So, any any other spots you can think of in this match that you was like amazed of? Like, I think that pretty much covered the real big. Yeah, we spot said everything. That really was fucking all that shit was crazy, bro. Like, like no was, exaggeration. This was a good fucking match. It was nothing we could talk. I think he speared them through some. Um, I forgot what he speared them through, like some crates or some shit. Like it was crazy, man. Like it was just, it was just definitely. If you guys haven't seen the Rumble, go see the entire pay per view. It was worth it. But this match, yeah. straight up match outside of the Rumble match. I'm gonna make it my business to run this back. I want to, I want to watch the whole pay per view, but I definitely want. This is gonna be on my to do list tomorrow when I come out of work. Yeah. Like, so before we move on, and 
complete the Royal Rumble review. Let's take a, a quick and final break to our sponsors. The people keep the lights on, keep this kayfabe Avenue train running, and we'll be right back after these messages. And we're back. We left off with the Roman Reigns Universal Championship defense against Kevin, Kevin Owens, excuse me, and his retaining of that. So great match. Um, nothing but positive things to say about it. No, and, that was crazy. That was fucking insane. Yeah, it was. That, that should be the end of that that feud. Like that's to top it off. All Roman need to do is come out on Friday and talk his shit, and then somebody will challenge him or something. Like you know, what I mean, that's all we need now. now. Let Kevin always sit for a little while. I know uh, we would still do want to see him on TV more, but I think this would be a perfect time. Give him a little time off. He could come back, make a surprise, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Something like that. Yeah, I agree. Um, I don't want to see the fourth one. Um, so let's move on um, to the Men's Royal Rumble, the main event of the pay-per-view. Yes, sir. And while... It didn't steal the show like the women's match did. It was probably just as good, though. Yeah, it was, definitely. So, same thing. We're going to run it down, like, um, early in the show, like we did for the women. We're going to do the same exact thing. So, starting off the show, um, starting off the match, which was Edge at number one and Randy Orton at number two, this was already revealed in WWE backstage. Um, Yeah. Edge's return was revealed last week on Monday Night Raw. We spoke about that on the Raw wrap-up, um, which we do every Monday. So, guys, check that out on um, wherever uh, your podcasts are provided. So, go check those episodes out. And we'll also be, side note, we'll also be streaming a lot more of the visual versions of these podcasts on YouTube. So, this one especially, go check it out. Check the visual version on YouTube after this. See it all up there. It's all up there. Check it out. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. So, um, yeah, they revealed it on backstage. They revealed Edge on Monday Night Raw, and I'm like, you could have kept this a secret, man. That's the only complaint I had. Like, why you meant so much more if you would have kept this a secret? Like, it doesn't make sense to say it, but fuck it, it's all good. You know what I'm saying? It is what I it mean, is. Overall, we did get quite a few surprises in both Rumbles and. You know, let's let's get into it. So, one and two, Edge and Orton, these guys pretty much had their own whole match <laughs> in the beginning of this Royal Rumble. They had their own match, really not holding any punches, beating the shit out of each other from the beginning. Between each other, um, there the beginning of the match really didn't even start like until the next person came in, which was, which the was my boy Sammy. Sammy Zayn still um, protesting. Sami Zayn joining in on the conspiracy um, and attacking Edge, helping Orton, you know. Edge, I just want to say, Iron Man this thing. And not only did he Iron Man this thing, he got his ass whooped. Yo, through the whole match, everybody was hurting him, for real. Everybody had a a point where they were like, oh, Edge is here? All right. Let's go attack Edge. They were beating the shit out of him through the whole I know his body is another one. He's in the ice bu- bucket right now, like all of that. Hell yeah. ice, ice, ice bucket, um, sauna, whatever he he does to relax. I know Beth Phoenix because I was watching Beth Phoenix Twitter feed. She wasn't saying much. She was just like, "I'm proud of Bianca." Like she was bigging up other wrestlers. She shouted out Tori Wilson and she shouted out Victoria. Blah blah blah. She probably called him right after the match, like you motherfucker. Like what is <laughs> like yo? You know Beth right. Phoenix play. 
She yeah. probably cursed him the fuck out. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh. See. so shout out Beth. Ed, Edge and Orton's uh, rivalry ends up escalated to the point that Edge ends up taking Orton out, beating the shit out of him outside, hitting him with a steel chair in his leg, yeah. uh, blowing out, seemingly blow, blowing out his knee. So Orton was out of the picture at that point, uh, leaving Edge to Iron Man the majority of the Royal Rumble. Right. At number four, we have Mustafa Ali. Um, decent showing, not really too many big spots, but showing his heel side, uh, obviously siding with um, Orton, Orton and obviously being one of the guys attacking Edge. All so, three of them beat the shit out of him for a little while. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Until we got number five, Jeff Hardy. Not too many spots, like I said. Um, a lot of these guys kind of just there. Um, number they six. Turned on him too. They jumped him too. Like after they took out Edge for a little while, they started beating up Jeff Hardy for a little while. I guess he was trying to help Edge or something. And then they all just turned on him. Like it was like an ass whipping they were giving. Yeah, this they, was definitely like, a, a, like a heel dominated Royal Rumble. Yeah, you know what I mean? Um, we end up getting Dolph Ziggler at number six. <laughs> Whatever. We get the newly shined up uh, person, Shinsuke Nakamura. Uh, decent showing. Had a few spots. Nothing too big. Um, but he lasted. Wild, though. He, was he lasted. Uh, yeah, that's what I was going to say. He lasted a pretty good. Like 30 minutes. And he was in there for until like the 20s. You feel me? And then. At number eight, which was a fucking complete shock to me, I never thought this guy would ever come back to the WWE, especially in the position that he's lacing his boots. We had Carlito Caribbean Cool make his return. Uh, Carlito Colon, real big uh, wrestler in Puerto Rico. Legendary Colon family, of course, Primo and Epico, who are technically... Still, you know, working for WWE backstage, yeah. Um, you know, helping their, their younger talent develop. Yo, he like looks that. so much diesel now, like he really bulked up. The He's the best looking... shape of his life. I've never seen Carlito this this big. Yeah, for real. Like he really bulked up his time away, and it surprised the shit out of me too. I know he was supposed to pop up for Legends Night, but he was like having traveling problems or something, so he couldn't make it to the states in time. But, yeah, but. Even even before that, it was like he's always had this issue with WWE, and the only times he's really come back, it was like uh, I think his father got inducted into the Hall of Fame. That was like the last time he showed up on WWE television. Yeah. But he had a real big falling out with like creative uh, booking and all that stuff, and the handling of of his career while he was there. So you know, was it, it was a shock to see him actually in the ring. Legends Night. Is one thing, but full fledged in the ring, and you're in there for 20 plus minutes. Yeah, he was looking good too. He got some offense <laughs> shit like that. Like so shout out Carlito and come back to Boricua. The entire time I'm like, sign this guy, sign him yesterday, sign him tomorrow, sign him in the middle of this match. Go get a contract right now. He is in the best shape of his career. He's super athletic. He 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 finally looks. The part. What is what? What would be the reason not to push this this guy now? For real, you know. For even real. though you know Vince was high on him, um, when he first came in, straight to the United States Championship, 
you know, a lot of personal demons got in his way too. He got to take responsibility for his personal demons as well. Absolutely. But now's the time, man. There was Sign a lot of people guy. saying um, that behind the scenes, he was lazy. He wouldn't go work out. He would show up to the airport late or, or he would show up, miss his flight. So, you know what I mean? Shit like that. He would oversleep in the hotel. When you gotta gotta think go about, to also, you got to think about the era that he was in. That was kind of like the in-between time of steroid use and like Chris Benoit situation. Yeah. So he was definitely one of those guys that once that, the the murder suicide of Chris Benoit the family happened and they started implementing um you know extra rules the, behind the, the scenes rules and regulations on drug use and steroid use he's gotten caught up in a few you know a few times I don't know if it's necessarily for steroids but I know probably for weed use and stuff like that so yeah, so um, you know what I mean? um, but I'm yo that was dope you know? yeah I was super excited anytime you know, anytime a Boricua, anytime a Puerto Rican shows up, I gotta. I'm like, I'm biased. As long as he's in this rumble, I want him to win. <laughs> <laughs> we knew that wasn't gonna happen, but of course not. I don't know about behind the scenes. Hopefully, they are gonna throw him a contract, but I don't. I, um, that maybe it, it might be a long shot. You know, what I mean, I, I think. This I mean, I don't know. Vince, Vince is not stupid. He knows what happened. He did it with home. MVP last year, so we don't know what's going on. You know what I'm saying? Maybe it would be a, a signing. If it's um, something like MVP last year where, you know, they just testing him out to see how he looks, how the people react, people going to react. This dude okay. looks amazing right now. Sign, sign him. Let's get a, let's get a <laughs> second coming of Carlito. Let's see what he can do with, with age on him. With um, you know, experience being here and and probably hopefully learning from those past mistakes, and we hopefully we can get a great version of Carlito, great um, you know, boost to his WWE career. Dope heel, oh. man. He was, he was a dope heel. So let's see what happens. You know what I mean? And I, I think it's gonna be a one-off. You know what I'm saying? I know. I think so too. But I hope he's got it's like wrestling school on PR or something, and his own promotion out there that he runs himself. That's that's what I'm saying. Um. So we don't Mr. know. Man, he's not stupid. He knows with the Colognes, he, he being involved in the WWE, the Cologne family is legendary. They own the WWC World Wrestling Council and PR and yeah. the tape library. You know, although being a, a smaller promotion on Puerto Rico, they had so many legends dating back to the 70s all the Hell way yeah. to now. So even from, from the um Andres. The Giants, all the way to, to fucking. There was somebody else. So Luke Harper, Brody Lee's even been over there. So who would do that? That that um got stabbed or something in the shower? They did. They, they had. Um, the, was it um Bruiser Brody? Had, yeah, bro, yeah, Bruiser Brody. He was out there. Like when that happened, that was in PR. Yeah. So you know what I mean? So they got they got lessons out there that they you know what I mean take some people that we you know what I mean that could really be good for their network. You know what yeah, I'm saying? The, the WWC is definitely a big part of wrestling history, and the Colognes made that. So, you know, good to see Carlito. Tony Atlas, they got tapes with Tony Atlas. And, like, it's crazy, bro. So, well, I, yo, we don't know. Hopefully, you know what I mean? He'll pop we'll up. See, we'll see tomorrow. We'll see you know tomorrow. I mean? He'll pop up this week, maybe Friday, maybe tomorrow. We still, still on the road to WrestleMania. There's still a lot of twists and turns. So, hopefully, he's a part of this. Yeah. Um, so let's continue down the list. At number nine, we had Xavier Woods. Um, he went and, right after. He went right after um, Mustafa. What? You, how you say? I, I, Mustafa. I call him, 
Mustafa. <laughs> Mustafa Ali. We got to correct it. I noticed that they're starting to say, you know, on commentary now, they're calling him like yeah, that. Now. Yeah, Ali. You know, once Ali checked us on it, he said, I'm Mustafa Ali. Culturally, we got to be, you know, got to struggle his name. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Right after him, like, he hit him with, like, he came in. And um, first he did a takedown, and then he started pounding on him on his face, and then he did something. I forgot what the fuck he did. That shit looked crazy. He looked at stiff too. So shout out Xavier. You know what I mean? Um, that was fire. Like the the, the rivalry is still going on. I don't think it's gonna stop no time soon. Yeah. The when, first thing I said when I saw Xavier, I'm like, okay, Xavier matching attire. Xavier comes out at number nine. Yep, Biggie's next, and sure enough, Biggie at number ten. So we get the New Day reunion in the Royal Rumble. Um, they end up, you know, attacking a lot of people together, doing some tag team stuff. Xavier ends up putting Big E on his shoulders. Yeah, like, what the doing, fuck? Oh, shit. That was, you know what I mean? That was fire. Yeah, doing yeah, a crazy fire. splash. It looked real good. Um, So a, a short-lived New Day re- uh, uh, reunion in the Rumble. Um, yeah. We get John Morrison at number 11. Shoot. We get Ricochet, Rikakit. As Jericho says, on number twelve, we got yeah, a couple of offense in too. That was kind of dope, you know. What I mean, Yo, Rick, like he did some shit where he did like a backflip off of Daniel Bryan. Oh yeah, a, yeah, that shit was nice. That was dope. And, and Ricochet was in there for a, a long time too. Yeah, he was getting burned too. He was in there for like a good 20, 15 or something. He did like so, a couple of rounds. Yeah, so thirteen we have Elias, which fuck you, Elias. You eliminated Carlito. <laughs> uh, I was pissed, and this leads me to my next statement of why can't we have two Puerto Ricans in the ring at the same time? Same time. Because <laughs> as soon as Elias eliminates Carlito on his way in, the next person at number fourteen was Damian Priest. Priest. Then at number fifteen, we get the Miz, and this is the point of the Royal Rumble where we get a hilarious uh, return from an earlier segment. We got the yeah. Miz comes out. Destroys Bad Bunny's DJ equipment that's still out there. Yeah, Corey Graves. I love Corey Graves. He's still banned, though. He's still banned. <laughs> he goes, the commentary, I forgot who was it with him on commentary, but he's like, King and why, Cole. Why would, why would he destroy Bad Bunny's DJ equipment? He's like, well, he should have cleaned up after himself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, Corey Graves with those little comments, he always makes me laugh. Shouts out to Corey Graves. But Elias ends up eliminating Carlito. Um, so the Miz does that. Out. Miz, Bad Bunny's thing gets destroyed. Then Bad Bunny comes out. Um, Sorry, I had to like remind myself, get back in my train. Yeah, Bad Bunny comes out. But Bad Bunny comes out, pissed the hell off. What's going on? Why are you going to destroy my shit? Yeah, causing the distraction, causing Miz and Morrison to get eliminated by Damian Priest. By Damian Priest, um, Bad Bunny then gets to the top. We finally get two Puerto Ricans in the ring. <laughs> you got your wish, bro. You got what you wanted, right? And he was saluting me like, "Yeah, Boricua, yeah." I mean, one one technically wasn't a wrestler, but I'll take it. Bad Bunny ends up diving off the turnbuckle, a splash and on going across body onto Miz and Morrison. It looked pretty good. Looked like yeah. might have felt a little pain in his rib yeah, after that. Like, oh, shit. like, like when he got up, he was like, "Whoa!" He was walking back, like hunched over. He fucked himself up with that too. Maybe he yeah. didn't land on the 
right, but it was all good. You know, I mean, I'm pretty sure he fulfilled his dream. Like, not only am I rubbing shoulders with these wrestlers, I performed at the Royal Rumble. I was not in the Rumble, but I was involved in some way. So I'm pretty sure, and he's going to always come. He'll probably be in in, uh, the celebrity wing in 20 years. Uh, you know, showing him jumping off and doing this spot. So this is history. Shouts yeah. out to, once again to Bad Bunny. That was yeah. awesome. Um, then we get at seven sixteen. Excuse me. We get Matt Riddle, who ends up having a good showing. Yeah, he was bro. going in. Ends up having his own little mini match with number seventeen, Daniel Bryan. These dudes had their own technical match. Was like they were going- each other, trying to put each other in submission holds, reversing the submission holds. These guys are going nuts. I want Daniel Bryan versus Matt Riddle. Yeah. They are different brands, but I need to see this happen somehow. Yeah, like they were really hitting each other. Um, Like this was that, like the exchange between them two was definitely like standing out amongst all the madness that was going on in the match. There was still a lot of people in the ring. He also did some shit with, with Damian Priest in the corner. That looked devastating. Like he kicked the shit out of his chest. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like he put Damien to sleep for a little minute. So like he was in there stiffing a lot of motherfuckers. You know what I mean? Like he was stiff. Shot at this this pay per view just in general. You know what I mean? Hard hitting. Um, you know I mean? So salute, salute Daniel Bryan, salute Matt Riddle. Great showing between both of them. You know what I mean? Yeah. So at number eighteen, we get the surprise uh, appearance of the legend Kane. Um, I wish all these appearances. If you're gonna, if you're not gonna grow your hair back, understandably at this point in your career, you're gonna wear the wig. At least put the wig on in a in one of your classic attires. Yeah, <laughs> I look at this fucking suit. Kane keeps coming back, and it's like, where's the Kane that I thought was cool as fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he had so much swag when he was fully masked up. What happened? You take your mask off, you lose your your your, your swaggy turn. <laughs> but yo, he's a legend. Like <coughs> he's holding like two records, right? The most rumble appearances and the most eliminations in history. He eliminated like three people in this well, one. Roman Roman took that. Um... No, no, no. That's just for one match. I'm talking about throughout his whole career. Oh yeah, yeah. He probably does. He probably does. And he eliminated three people in this one. He eliminated Ricochet. I think he eliminated he eliminated like two three people before and he ain't even stayed for the whole round and he still was able to get his shit off. I, I think he eliminated yeah. Sheamus. Well, we'll go over the eliminations, but yeah, Kane definitely you know it was quick but cool to see him. Wish yeah, you just bring back a nostalgic attire. That's my only nitpick. Tripping too much. Um, we have King Corbin <laughs> at nineteen. Whatever. We have Otis at number twenty. Then we get. Dominic Mysterio at 21. Obviously, you know, him going straight after King Corbin. Yeah. Um, keeping their little rivalry alive. He ends up eliminating King Corbin, which was a big spot for yeah. Amy's first ever Royal Rumble. So, you know, shout out to, uh, to Baby Ray. Calling him uh, da- Damien. Da- Dominic. Dominic Mysterio. Shout out Baby Ray Jr. You know Baby what I mean? Ray. <laughs> he, got, he, got his little, he got his little revenge back for past couple of weeks between the drama that they've been having. Yeah, but so, this just means that their feud is going to continue. Of course, you know. We get 22 is Bobby Lashley. 
comes out dominant, starts throwing people the fuck this around. This is my pick, man. This was my pick, man. He's ready, yo. He's ready, man. Definitely is ready. Number 23, the return of the hurricane. And I, I think you say you have bars for this. I'll wait till well to the end. All right. I'll I'll, I'll so, state what I gotta say for that. Number 24, we got uh a great surprise return. Didn't expect this one, Christian. Yeah, I called this one. This I was another it. moment in 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 this uh pay per view. Like I said, I got a little a little misty eye. Like somebody was cutting onions next to me. Yeah, they, but they, yeah, Christian brief. reunion with with Edge in the ring. Um, I believe it was just him, Edge, and one more person. It was it was Matt Riddle. <laughs> it was because they up. Uh, they, they hugged, right? And then Matt was like, bro, bro. And like, he wanted to join in too. Yeah. And then both jumped the shit they out of him. And started attacking him. But <laughs> they standing face to face. And you're like, you know, you the, as fans, we're like, yo, this is a fucking moment right yeah. here. I remember I Instead saw, of attacking I, each other, they end up hugging in the ring. Yeah. So big I moment. Beth, Beth Phoenix was like, she said something on Twitter, like, um, she was like, damn, like Christian, like this is a great moment. Like, and then she tagged them and all that shit. Yeah, I haven't uh, went through the Twitter feeds yet about well, Beth Phoenix was very happy for that moment. You but know what I mean? You really gotta think about it. Here goes two guys. One of the greatest together. tag teams of best, all time. Best, best friends from day day one, met each other at a young age, grew up together trained together, traveled together, became champions together, you know, both end up getting injured early in, you know, at the career. in their primes, career-ending injuries. You guys, in some fashion, make it back. It's a perfect story. Like, yeah. it's a perfect story. You guys somehow make it back, and you're in a condition where you can actually do what you guys love. Um, that was amazing, man. That was an amazing moment. I love right? that moment. I really and did. Christian was in there for a little while, too. Like, both of them, you know what I mean? Like yeah, Christian, Christian lasted almost to the end. I want to say he was at least in the top five. Yeah, so shout out Christian, you know what I mean? He still looked good. I would think he was in better shape than Edge, you know what I'm saying? To be honest, but yeah, it is what it is. Edge kind of got like this, looks fit, but kind of old like skinny old man look i don't yeah. know what how to describe still it. like he, he he still got more most of his 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 um his body mass than edge yeah, yeah, yeah. compared to edge you're right so shout out so now we got at number 25 we got aj styles um of course almost is with him and almost would be a big part of aj of styles guy. little run yeah actually eliminating people himself from the outside We'll get to that. But uh, number 26 is Rey Mysterio. Number 27, we had Sheamus. Number 28, we had Cesaro. We had a cool little bar reunion for a second, short-lived. Cesaro ends up giving the big swing to Sheamus. Sheamus. Ends up doing it to Daniel Bryan. For a long time. Like, he was spinning. Forever and a day. For, like, 20 seconds, bro. Like, I know he was dizzy. Like, both of them must have been dizzy. I, I, that's what I asked myself. I'm like, how does he not get dizzy? How do you not at least stumble a little bit after this? I would be dizzy doing that shit. Like, I would sit down for a little while. I would let somebody punch me, and then I would just sit down for a little while. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, what the fuck? It was, like, a good 20, 15 seconds, bro. You getting dizzy. Yeah. You feel, you feel well, me? Like, but, so, you know what I mean? Shout out to Zaro. He had a great showing, though. He had a great, great showing. Yeah. 29, we got the return of the 
a Friday night Messiah, yeah. Seth Rollins. Um, he had a, a, a decent showing too. Yeah. Um, number 30, Braun Strowman. When I saw him come out, I was like, oh, it's over. He's taking it. He's taking it, bro. This dude is getting big and staying small in the same time. This man is full fucking gear, a true inspiration to the big boys. I need to get me me like Roman. I mean, excuse me, well, like Roman Reigns too, but like Braun Strowman, man. Like he got a great he's crazy. a beast. He beast. must have a great workout and diet plan that he sticks to because that shit is fucking working, man. It look like he's getting bigger and slimmer at like it's ridiculous, bro. And he, Who cares, bro? And he still has his strength. He still yeah. pick, he picked, I think he slammed Otis. You know what I'm saying? Like it was yeah. ridiculous, bro. Like, what the fuck is going on here? Like, this dude is really a, a Godzilla. You feel me? <laughs> like, really like, yo, he's Godzilla in these streets, bro. Like, it's crazy, man. Let's let's go through the the elimination. So this we have one. Jeff Hardy being the first elimination for the man. Uh, damn, justice for Jeff. Justice. Uh, for Jeff, Jeff Hardy eliminated by Dolph Ziggler. Sami Zayn eliminated by Big E. Xavier Woods eliminated by Mustafa Ali. Mustafa uh. Eliminated by Big E. Carlito eliminated by Elias. Damn Elias. Eliminated by Damian Priest. Miz eliminated by Damian Priest. Morrison eliminated by Damian Priest. Yeah. Ziggler is eliminated by Kane. Rakake is eliminated by Kane. Then Kane is eliminated by Priest. Shinsuke is eliminated by King Corbin. Whatever. Otis is eliminated by Corbin. Corbin is then eliminated by Dominic. Dominic's eliminated by Lashley. Priest is eliminated by Lashley. Hurricane is eliminated by Lashley and Big E. Then Lashley is eliminated by Big E, Matt Riddle, Daniel Bryan, and Edge. So it took four guys to get, get Bob Lashley out. out of there. <laughs> get him up, up out of there. You got Big E. Uh, eliminated by almost, like I said, he eliminated people from outside. Rey Mysterio eliminated by almost from the outside. Cesaro eliminated by Strowman. Sheamus by Strowman. Styles by Strowman. Brian, Daniel Bryan by Rollins, which was a cool spot. Um, end up getting slammed on the apron, and then he hits the um. The curb stop. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Um, where was I? Daniel Bryan. Matt Riddle eliminated by Rollins. Strowman eliminated by Rollins. Christian eliminated by Rollins. Rollins eliminated by Edge. And at this point, you think Edge is the winner? Nope. Randy Orton is in the ring. RKO's Edge um, goes to throw him out, but using the momentum, Edge turns around. Throws uh, Randy Orton out, officially winning the 2021 Royal Rumble. And by the time it hit, like, the final 10, I'm like, damn, if Edge wins, he deserves this shit. Yeah, he, he, they beat the shit out of him through the whole the entire Had his own mini-match with the Orton. Had an hour, at least an hour in the entire match. Yeah. 
you gotta give you gotta give props to Edge because if you think about it, every single uh, legend and a person in his position, they all come back, they go straight to the main event, they go straight to highlighting mania or highlighting these spots. He came back, joined the Rumble on his first return, lasted a little while, didn't take anybody's shine, had his little spot with Orton. Yeah. Comes back this year and Iron Man's this Rumble. Yeah. Number one, all the way to 30, officially earning his spot. This is how you book a legend into a position like this without yeah. shitting on the rest of the roster. Yeah, everybody, you know what I mean? Everybody got look good. It wasn't no burial between nobody. Everybody oh, got a lot up. of great, a lot of great moments. Actually, I do got one complaint. Just one, just one. <laughs> Hurricane Helms. <laughs> all right. This, like, the past couple of weeks, I marathoned all of the rumbles. Like, I saw the ones from 88. I saw the evolution. Back then, they wasn't even playing music. People would, you would just hear the bell, and then there was just somebody coming out. You wouldn't even know who it is. But I saw all of them. All of them, all of them, all of them. From, front, from beginning to end, all of them, right? Hurricane Helms. I think I've seen him like twice, including this one three times. It's the same stick. He comes out, he would try to choke slam two people, they'll get him the fuck out of here. Yeah. Like he, he would not last his whole round. He won't last to the next buzzard. It's a waste of a spot, bro. It's a waste of a spot. I get the comedic shit. We got it earlier with our truth. We didn't need to see it again. Right. Where the fuck is Andrade? Where the fuck? It's Alistair Black. Where is Jay Uso? Jay Uso said a couple weeks ago he was entering the Royal Rumble. He earned his spot fighting Daniel Bryan, I believe. He said he was gonna be in it. Yeah, put the hurricane, bro. The hurricane. I feel like Jay Uso is one of those superstars that you know. I don't want to assume, but contracted COVID two, three weeks something. ago. Like, but bro, like because somebody, that's the only explanation. Jay Uso is in the biggest point of his career. He's side by side by Roman. We get no storyline explanation why Jay's not there. We get no appearances this past three for the past couple of weeks. He doesn't show up to the rumble. So I'm thinking that he got sick. They're keeping it on the wraps. Um, you know, probably for personal reasons. Or whatever yeah. to protect Jay's privacy, but I, 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 that's the only thing I can assume that he did catch it. Maybe he didn't heal in two weeks. Maybe he caught it a little bit more serious than the other stars, like yeah. you know, McIntyre. But you Yo, know, Jay Uso wasn't there. But what about Black and Hurricane Andrade? literally took his spot. Then where's Black and Andrade? We haven't seen them for months. I understand the Zelina Vega situation with Alistair Black, but you why are you punishing Andrade too? Why? Because that was his, his manager. So what? He's still a he, he's the we need to see him, bro. He, that's a waste of a talent right now. Y'all punishing him for something that he doesn't he had no control of. You understand? Yeah, that would have been a perfect surprise for either one of them to pop up. Perfect surprise return for either one. Y'all wasting two good talents. I, I, I agree. And, you know, it's WrestleMania season. So we already know that we're not seeing them in any spot. Like, probably see I'm them like, in the Andre the Giant Battle Royal if they do that. Come on, bro. I don't want to see Andrade next week chasing the 24-7 title. I'm going to be highly upset. <laughs> I, 
I, I see Tucker. Never get, look, I never get to that point where Andrade. I see Tucker and Drew Gulak and both of them chasing that shit right now, and that shit getting me off. That pisses me off right now. Tucker's chasing it. I forgot about Tucker. Tucker's running around with the stupid shit right now to Andrew Gulak. <laughs> what the fuck? I, I saw oh, literally. God, I, saw, I saw him tonight, and I saw him um last week chasing the stupid shit right now. What the fuck? So let, let's not end the show on a negative note. <laughs> I just want to get my boss. That's my only complaint of the whole night, actually. I really don't have no complaint. Yeah, no, no. This Royal Rumble was amazing. Amazing, uh, bro. Amazing. Final thoughts on my part. The women stole the show. The women's Rumble was the, the best Rumble the of best the night. Of the two. Definitely agree um, with that. They had a, a good women's matchup. Sasha Banks versus Carmella. I did appreciate that. But as far as uh, standalone match Roman Reigns versus Kevin Owens um, stole the show in that regard yo go go make your business watch between, I'm gonna watch it again between Bianca Belair her win and her speech Edge and Christian's re- reuniting and Edge's win and reaction to his win fucking tear jerkers it was like, amazing if you didn't feel anything, whether it was excitement, happiness, um, whatever it was, if you didn't feel anything, you have no soul. <laughs> like for real. <laughs> for real. That oh. came back immediately. One of the greatest tag teams of all time, bro. You gotta Yo, think about the story in this man. This man, he thought he was done. He was gone from WWE for seven years. His career cut, cut short. This man yeah. had a, a, a neck injury similar to Daniel Bryan. They, these guys both could have yeah. never came back to their sport, could never end their career the way they wanted to. You get yourself to a point where you're healthy, get yourself into actual wrestling shape. Then you Iron Man, an hour-long match. The whole shit. You deserve it, bro. He's MVP of the night. Even though Definitely. I know that... MVP of the night, even though I know the Roman and Kevin Owens stole the show, but Edge's story was definitely like the best part of the whole night, my opinion. And um, yeah. I think I think it, it's equal to Bianca Belair, man. Yeah, right. Bianca Belair. That was that was a, they both did amazing work. You know, what I mean, I told you the stat earlier, which was fire. You know, what I mean, that's a great stat to hold. And I want I want her to chase um Sasha. I don't know how I will feel about Edge though with Drew right now though. Like I said, I think uh, I think we touched on this a little earlier. Um, off, off, uh, off camera, camera, yeah, and off mic. Um, I feel like Drew's not gonna be champion coming into WrestleMania. I feel like in between Rumble and Mania, we have Fastlane, we have Elimination Chamber. I have a feeling that Drew might lose in the Chamber to Randy Orton. And we'll get Randy Orton Edge the blow off match to end end their feud and their at feud. WrestleMania for the title. That's kind of the pick. I don't see Edge picking Roman at all. No, I don't. Um, but we'll have to see. Um, you know, in the next couple of weeks, we're finally on the road to WrestleMania. We're in the greatest season of professional wrestling, so we get to have a lot of content, a lot of reviews, a lot of predictions. We got a lot of shit coming you know, up. So, you know, co- come down this road with us, the road to WrestleMania, and what better road to take than KFib Avenue? Well, so, all the, all the whole pay-per-view to me was an 8.5. Like, I agree. 
I agree. I'm gonna watch it back tomorrow. I'm gonna watch the whole thing in full tomorrow when I get out of work because I, I want to see everything all over again. And then you know what I mean? But definitely it was it, it was up there. This was, yeah. this was go, definitely go, great. guys go out your way, go definitely out your way, go see the Royal Rumble, enjoy it like we did. Uh see if you got the emotions that we did. And if you didn't, you have no soul. <laughs> but with that being said, we could do this all day. EA, where can they find you? Find me on Twitter at E-D-O-T-A. That's at E.A. I'm also in the Kayfabe Avenue Facebook group. Like, share, subscribe, comment, hate mail, love mail, send that all my way. I answer back. I'm petty enough to answer all the hate mail. It's all good. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, he, he definitely handles all our hate mail. So I'm send petty. that I'm, I, Yo, I'm, my petty is always, I'm always petty 24 hours a day, baby. <laughs> petty. You know what I mean? I, I dream petty shit. <laughs> so <laughs> with that being said, all the hate mail goes to EA, but you can find me and KP Avenue collectively, collectively, yes, excuse me, at Kayfabe Avenue on Instagram, on Twitter, like EA said, on the Facebook, join the Facebook group, join the conversation, uh, give us your thoughts, your ideas, you know, join the conversation. Jump over to YouTube, like, share, and subscribe for all the visual versions of our podcast. So go hop over there. Speaking of subscribing, hit that support link on Anchor, hit that support link on Apple Podcasts or wherever your uh listening to us or watching us uh you know subscribe to the podcast donate what you can keep the lights going keep this kayfabe avenue train moving with that being said i am kayfabe aj that's been e.a this is the kayfabe avenue and the royal rumble wrap up austin take us home and that's the bottom line why because those stone cold said so thank you very much you son of a bitch